0: We're looking out the window at a rainy, dreary day, and there's a little threat of chill in the air coming, but guess what, friends? Spring is on the
1: way. Yeah.
0: And we hope
1: that when you're listening to this, the sun is out He's yeah. shining.
0: Shout out to all my solar-powered people that love sunshine and summer mm. and the beach.
1: Ooh, the beach. Fun scientific fact. Oh. Many, many people walking around are vitamin D deficient. <laughs> Tell
0: us more, Allison.
1: <laughs> we all need more sunshine. Yeah. Um, best kind of vitamin D. And I think with sunscreen, we really miss out on a lot. So it is okay to go be out in the sun for at least 15 to 20 minutes a day with no sunscreen on.
0: Oh, my goodness. I've never heard those words being from Florida. Mm. Be your own sunshine, people. <laughs> but honestly, I thought today um, I would we would talk about things that we've never talked about before or maybe we have but talking about the little things right little things that we can do that make a huge impact that we may or may not ever know
1: and sometimes we may find out but it could be seven years later
0: yes so have you ever had someone that like made a huge impact on your life you probably never forgot their face or where you were like you can forget what you have for dinner but that is one thing you won't forget
1: I have had that I've had a lot of people in my life that um, I really wish that I had a journal of this this is where my lack of journaling disturbs me I love to buy the journal as many of you know but I am terrible at the actual writing in it past day or page two or three so Mm -hmm. I have lots of really cute little journals Um, but I feel like that's why journaling is important to go back and remember these incredible Mm -hmm. things For me, it is often the acts of kindness and the words of encouragement that Mm -hmm. come out of nowhere that are um, truly God-given. I mean, I will take you back to a time when I was about to publish my very first devotional. Uh And I was so scared. I didn't want to do it because people said that means you might have to do some speaking. And I was like, oh, no, I'm not a speaker. I only write. So forget about it. Nice. And I just wanted to be sure it wasn't about me, that Uh it was something that truly I really felt as if the Lord had called me to do it. But I just wanted to be certain. And so I prayed about that. And the Lord, he always seems to work in threes now that I'm thinking about things in my life. That's how I know it's him. (laughs) That day, I received a letter in the mail, a phone call, I actually didn't answer it, so it was a message, and an email, all from three different people. Now, I cannot exactly remember who those three people are now. That was like 15 years ago. But those three people combined together are the only reason that that book ever got published. Wow. So, I'm not sure... What would have happened if those people had not listened to the nudge of Jesus? And for them, it wasn't, they didn't know other people were doing anything. They just did their one small part. Well, what did they say? It was just, so I had um, to raise money for something. I had taken some of my blogs that would have been a part of this book, um, the, the full book, but just taken a small collection and we had sold them to raise money to benefit a charity and I mean, there were typos and all the things, uh-huh. but it was for charity and we did the best we could. And it was words of encouragement of how much the words had meant to them. Wow. In just that little small nugget. I think it was like 25, you know, or maybe not even 25 little devotionals. And so it was specifically related to the book that mm-hmm. I was questioning whether I should actually publish. And I said, God, I just need to slap. I need you to slap me in the face with an answer, so that I know, without a doubt, that it is you who wants me to do this and uh-huh. to move forward. And if though, and I got those three things that day from three different people.
0: What I love is that they had no idea that you were questioning something, right? And I hear this a lot in in conversations, or you know, when I do something really crazy, and someone's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe you just did that!" because X, Y, Z, like because I've been questioning whether or not I was gonna publish a book and now God sent you to say this thing and you know, just like what happened in your story. Um, has God ever asked you to do something really crazy that didn't necessarily have a Jesus stamp on it? And I say this because I think a lot of times as Christians, we feel like we have to have a huge platform and we have to be standing with a microphone and we feel like we have to have seven scriptures, three points, And wrap it up with a very solemn prayer. And then we've done ministry. And I think I just want people to know that ministry is in the little things. And right where you are right now, you can do ministry today. Even if you're in your yoga pants with your hair looking crazy, you can do some ministry. And God will use you just as you are right
1: now. It's so true. I feel like sometimes that has the greatest impact. In fact, someone shared with me, um, someone, it was their father-in-law who had recently passed away. And they said, you know... What was interesting about him was he was always at church. He was always doing something for the church, with the church. Um, He loved the Lord. But you never, when you were around him, it wasn't so in your face. Like he wasn't always trying to like convert you and say the, you know, sinner's prayer with you and all that stuff. He was showing the love of Jesus through his actions. And that to me, is the most powerful thing we have. I mean, Jesus says all through scripture, they will know you by your love. And he doesn't say because you share the gospel, which is also important. Don't get me wrong. That's very important. Um, but by our love, our love and our actions and our words and our deeds. And it is so contagious. I mean, you think about when someone has done something for you like that. I never want to miss an opportunity. Those of you who know me personally know that I love to send a card or a text. um, Even though I've been a little off my game recently um, and preoccupied, but I always want to follow God's nudge because Uh I have seen those small things and what God can do with them. And I never want to miss that opportunity. So it is contagious.
0: Yeah, I can tell you a super crazy thing that happened. I was driving down Cary Parkway for those of you in our area and Cary know and right there on the corner I was on the phone with somebody as a matter of fact and I'm passing by and there is a guy standing on the corner holding a big cross like it's it's heavy he's heaving this cross and I don't know if he's saying anything it's dark and God was like turn around and go say something to him I and I God didn't say that. Like, Melissa, go (laughs) say something. But in my heart, I was like, I need to go and stop and talk to him. And you guys, in that second, I had three excuses of why I should not turn around. I'm a girl. He's a guy. It's dark. What am I going to say? Like, all these things, right? But I turned around anyways, which I have learned to do that anyways. I turned around because at the same time, it's like, you're under a streetlight on a busy corner. What's really going to happen? And also... You're kind of a kick.
1: So you could whoop him probably. Plus you know? he's holding a big heavy cross. So it's not like he can reach for his gun fast.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> so I thought, I'm going to turn around. So I turn around. I park in the parking lot. And I walk up to him. And I'm like, okay. Like walking no, up what? thinking, what am I doing now? And I, I said, hey, how are you? And you could tell he was just a little bit, he wasn't off. He was mentally all there. But he was taken aback that someone stopped to talk to him. He probably was scared of you. Who's
1: this crazy lady coming to talk to
0: me? (laughs) Yeah, be afraid, guys. Um, And so I was like, I just wanted you to know that what you're doing right now matters. You know, I don't know your story. I don't know why you're standing out here. But thank you for being out here. Mm -hmm. And I said, what's your name? And I don't remember what his name was. And then I said, oh, well, my name's Melissa. He stopped and just started bawling. Mm -hmm. And he said... I just have to tell you that my wife's name is Melissa and we're in a really hard time right now. And I'm just praying that she's going to come back to me. And I'm asking God, you know, I will do everything right. I will, you know, do all the things. I'll be a good husband. I'm so sorry. And I needed her to like come back to me. And then God sends you can send me someone named Melissa. <gasps> wow. Right? I mean, I, I don't...
1: I didn't... Nobody else could have done that job. <laughs> and, I mean, maybe a couple of other Melissa's driving by, but right? you know... And
0: it was like, I don't know the purpose of that, God, but thank you that my name was Melissa and I was bold enough to stop and just say, Hey, I just wanted to say, I see you and Mm.
1: wanted to hear your story a little bit. And isn't that what love is all about is people want to be seen and Mm. known and loved and treasured. You know, we all want that as humans. And I think we never know that, like, it's great. Like I published a book, right? That is man that you talked to could have been contemplating suicide and all it took was you stopping to say that and him making the connection being an answer to prayer that God is in the details. Yeah. And since you sent him a Melissa, <laughs> right? right? Like, wow, nobody else can do that.
0: You just give me goosebumps. Cause you know, I, I haven't really like, you know, you do something like that and you just kind of move on you, yeah. you, until we're having a conversation like this. But y'all, the only thing I had to offer him, was my name Melissa. I I didn't have, you know, anything else. And so God takes everything we have, little, the big, whatever we have, offer it to him, and he's going to use it, even if it's just your name, right? That's right. So I will tell you, um, for those of you that don't know, we just got done, well, um, we were emceeing the one-woman conference, and sweet Allison couldn't make it because Her daddy went to go be with our daddy up in heaven. And so she was where she needed to be with her family, um, loving on them, being loved on as well. And so I'll I'll admit, I was a little sad that she wasn't with me. And um, halfway through the morning, a woman came to find me in the green room. And she pointed to the program and she pointed to Allison's picture. She said, is she here? This woman right here, is she here? And I said, oh, you mean Allison? She said, I don't know her name, but seven years ago, she made the biggest impact in my life. And I want to tell you the story. Now, I didn't really have time to listen to the story, y'all, but I was going to listen. I was like, okay, hang on. Let me just get these things moving and then I'll come back. She encountered Allison, and if y'all know Allison and you've seen her in action, this is how she rolls. She goes, I'm sitting at this cafe by myself, eating my lunch, and this woman walks in and Allison is very noticeable with her blonde hair and she always has a bright smile on her face and she grabbed her lunch and walked over and said, can I sit with you? She said, I didn't know her, but she was a stranger, so I was like, sure. (laughs) So then Allison started asking me about my life and she gave me some advice. I didn't listen to it. What Allison said would happen came true. And I wanted to come back and tell her that she was right. And thank you for being bold enough to say something to me because I have never forgotten her words. Um,
1: that really um, impacted me a lot.
0: That she reached out.
1: That she said that. And I think, you know, it wasn't necessarily, I was. I've been thinking a lot about it. And I do remember her. I thought we had talked in the checkout line. And I think it may have started there, and then I kept it going at the table. <laughs> um, but I did remember her, and I had her actually on my prayer wall. Um, but it, what I said, it wasn't about being right, me personally. It was from Scripture, right? And when you, um, I was like, "Gosh, how you know how could you be so bold?" And it's like because I knew the truth, because I knew that God's Word says this. Um, and he's not gonna he doesn't make mistakes and there are some things that are so clear
0: right and you were bold enough to say it and then the fact that she happened to see your picture in this program and did not know your name but she remembered that encounter and so the encounters that were invited to every day through the nudging of god can have a ripple effect forever that you may never know. There's a chance that she would have never come to that conference and would have never seen Allison's picture and found me and shared that story, yada, yada. But as God would have it, we did get to hear the end of that. Um, And I'm sure it's not the end. We're going to continue the story with her. I think that'll be great. But y'all, what you do today, whether it is smile at somebody I know you think that's ridiculous, but if that person has not been smiled at because they're in an abusive marriage at home, that smile may, helps them realize that they actually are a human being. Right? Yes.
1: I, I really think that some of us take for granted the fact that we... I've thought of a lot about this. Um, losing my dad, he always told me my entire life um, how smart I was, how capable, how talented, how proud he was of me, how much he loved me, like, incessantly. And, um, like, I think it probably made some people uncomfortable, but it's just how I, he was always very vocal about his love. And I take for granted that other people have that and have had that in their lives. So many people do not. Correct. And we have the opportunity right now to do that for everyone that we come in contact with. Because we can be the encouragers and show the love of Jesus. And this is one of the ways we do it. It doesn't have to be big, like Melissa said. Yeah. It could be inconveniencing yourself to make one extra stop. It could be just sending that text or writing that note or talking to someone and giving them a small compliment when they check you out at a restaurant. Right. Giving someone an extra $5 in a tip.
0: Yeah, and know that when God asks you to do that, uh, and it normally goes against what you would normally do, right? It's kind of against your natural
1: inhibition, if you will. That's when you know it's the Lord, when it doesn't make sense.
0: And He always pays you back some way. It might not be He gave you $10, right? Right. But instead, somebody did something else for you that was worth more. I don't Uh know. He always pays back. I was um, at that same conference, one-woman conference, which was awesome, by the way, and I was speaking to a woman in the lobby, And I said, hey, I really love your earrings, Kat. I know her. And she said, oh, these? And she kind of stuck them out. And she has short hair. She's really funky. I love her. She's got a little purple in her hair. And I said, yes, they're so cute. And she said, well, do you want them? And I said, no, no, they look amazing on you. And she said, well, would you wear them if they were yours? And I said, well, I mean, sure. Y'all, she took the earrings out of her ear. And I'm protesting. Like, first of all, now you're walking around a conference with no earrings. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I don't know about you, but earrings are important. And I was like, and also, I'm not going to take your earrings. Like, if I buy earrings, it's because I love them, right? And she said, well, no, this is something God gave me about a year ago. Maybe it was two years ago. And he said, if anybody compliments your earrings, you're going to take them off and hand them to them. And they're going to wear them. And you tell them, every time you wear these earrings, remember that God loves you. Mm. And she said, it's just a way that I can spread God's love. And I thought, what a creative and love fun it. way.
1: I mean, that is so cool, because how often do you get handed just a gift out of nowhere?
0: Right. And Never. Right off your body. You know what I'm yeah. saying?
1: I was afraid to tell her I liked her shirt. <laughs> I'm glad you didn't. Um, that could have been awkward. But, like, it's almost like the giving of a gift, it's more than just a, a word. Not that we have to start giving things away, you know, but... It's like a sacrifice of that person almost, right? Right there, even though it just may be a piece of jewelry. I know I've, I had forgotten I had done that same thing with a bracelet that I wore, um, with someone from church, and she complimented at one time. I literally had forgotten. I said, "Here, you wear this. I have. I would love to know, you know, right. that that you have this since you love it so much. I had forgotten, and it had probably been. I don't know, five or six years ago. And six months or so ago, I get something in the mail. And it is a card from this woman who now lives out of state. And she had sent me a bracelet. Oh. And she said, I still wear the bracelet that you gave me. Oh, my gosh. And I wanted to send you this as a replacement. And I... I, I It just blew my mind. It made me feel so good and then feel so bad that I had forgotten. But that's the thing about these small acts of kindness. They are no skin off our back, usually. Right? right? And we want to do them because God's nudging us. But we have no idea the impact, the huge impact, our small little act or word or deed can have in a person's life.
0: I know. I mean, it really can change the trajectory. Just think about your words could, could break somebody's cycle of abuse or bring someone to a deeper knowledge of who God is and what Jesus has done for them. That person, namely me, okay, I then understand what Jesus did for me. I fall in love with Jesus despite all of the things that church people have done and to break my heart, right? Because they're not Jesus. And I am now going to live my life that way and train my kids that way and teach my kids that way. The whole cycle has been broken. Mm. You know, this guy was, um, I was working in a, worst job ever, Falcon Engineering. Sorry about that. (laughs) Anyways, (laughs) I was working in an engineering firm and it was just the worst painful job anyways one of the guys there was a part-time pastor and he met me in the mail room one time I don't know what I was doing I was very distraught about something and he asked me because he was a good listener and I was telling him a little bit here and there and he could hear all the guilt and shame as a divorced woman and what was I doing and blah 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 and he looked at me and he said you know God's not done with you Hmm. those words Those are the only words I remember. God is not done with you. Your story's not over. Changed everything.
1: Mm.
0: He didn't say, Jesus died on the cross, and so make sure you take your sin and repent and say this prayer every morning and make sure you go to church and take your kids to church and vacation Bible school and learn the scripture. That's all he said was, God's not done with you. Your story's not over.
1: Amen to that. Right? My dad is a testament to that as he was on his way out of this place and onto his eternal home. At 93, he was here for reasons of reconciliation and forgiveness and love up until his death. God was not done with him Mm -hmm. until he was done and called him home. And it was such a beautiful blessing to see. And so we all, if we are here, Mm -hmm. we have a purpose and he's not done with us yet. I love that. I love that too. This has been awesome and such a great reminder for me. I'm so glad you came up with
0: this topic today. <laughs> I came up with one for once guys. <laughs> Yay.
1: It ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening, um, it is the small things in life. It, it doesn't is. have to be the big things. It is truly just the little tiny things. And we may never know. And sometimes they circle back and sometimes they don't. Right. But keep Keep sticking it out there.
0: Just go do it, friends. Yay. Have a
1: wonderful week. Thanks for joining us this week on the Center and the Saint.